The Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. So why am I considered controversial for things that I consider common sense? Well, maybe it's because I'm a man. Maybe it's because my skin is white. Maybe it's because I'm bold, loud, dogmatic in my convictions and speak freely about what I believe. Well, perhaps, but I can assure you that none of that's going to change anytime as long as there's breath in my body. So I've learned to just accept that I will be labeled controversial by those that have no sense of their own identity and self. I'm going to be me, and you can be you. Damn right. That's the only way to be. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. Now, 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 look, if you went to ArnieRadio.com and you got some message up there that says count has been suspended or, or whatever, I'm looking into it, I'm taking care of it, no big deal. The show is going on no matter what. It, it, the, the website is just kind of a landing spot for everybody to go to. That way they can get to the old shows. Maybe you won't be able to get to the old shows for a day or so. I, I think I figured out what the problem was. Some some banking things happened, so no big deal. I haven't. I don't think I've been hacked by the Chinese. Uh, this isn't anybody trying to take me over. I'm still here. I still got breath in my body, and I'm willing to offend. And boy, oh boy, the way I'm going to start the show today, I am planning on offending a lot of people. But. That's just me being me. And I hope that you are having a great Friday so far. I mean, look at it. It's Friday. Woo! I just took an enormous dump. It is Friday. Woo! I didn't even do it on the clock. Uh, Lots and lots to get to. Thanks again for uh, yesterday's show. Yesterday we had a fun sixth anniversary show. Not too many hard topics. We had a lot of fun. Um, again, thank you to everyone who's been here for a day, or if you've been here for all six years, I can't thank you enough. So let's say some good morning, shall we? Let's get this, uh, this train of offending over quickly, shall we? Uh, no, no, I, I, I'm going to take my time with it. David, first one here, he says, Fappy Friday, ass family and Dr. States. Well, thank you, my friend. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Uh, good morning, Cowboys girl. She says, good morning, ass family. Happy Friday. Well, happy Friday to you. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato. Round here. We speak American, okay, but Ah, uh, Maid says, good morning, ass and AIG. I'm on a road trip with my son, Anthony, or Delta Airlines. Good morning, Delta Airlines. Slides off limits to Ching Chongs. See, he, Delta's got his own thing. Slides off limits to Ching Chongs. Teaching my son what amazing radio sounds like. Well, there you go. I hope you guys have a great day. That's awesome. You know, it, 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 real quick, real quick, before I continue to, to go on and before I start to uh, upset people. I thought about this the other day. Schools are getting out. And I remember my favorite part of the summer was I know that once a week, my dad and I would either go to a movie or we would go to lunch. And, and sometimes lunch consists of playing pool. Um, other times it was a pizza buffet. And the movies, he would let me, we, we would choose every other movie. Uh, he, he let me pick out Hot Dog the movie way back in the day. 
He picked out this shitty movie called Black Widow once, and I, I let him have that until the day he died. But uh, I, I, I always think fondly of this time of year, and I, I think this is awesome, Mage. You and Delta Airlines going out and doing a, uh, a father-son type uh, thing uh, during summer break. Awesome shit right there. Warms the cockles of my heart. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, uh, the only bratty kid is all up in uh, the house. Hey, where are the white women at? Well, I, you're probably working with some right now. I hey, mean, where are the white women at? I, I, I hope that you have a fantastic day today. Uh, bratty kid has the movie choice this week. And speaking of movies, oh my gosh, hold on one second here. Whoa, 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 whoa. We got a movie review up. All across social media, my man Christopher went to the star-studded gala last night of the new Spider-Man. Was this Around the Universe? The animated Spider-Man, Christopher was there, wrote up a brilliant review. Thank you, Christopher. There you go. All right, Christopher. That's fantastic. Whoa. There we go. Good morning, Arise. I hope you're doing well in that terrible state this morning. Uh, <laughs> if you don't chew big red, then f*** you. Battleborn, good morning. He says, happy Friday uh, morning, ass family. Derek in the house. Becca, Becca. Uh, he says, good morning, ass family. Pop that coochie. Stink fist. He says, good morning, ass. Hockey player says, happy Friday, ass family. Here we go. Get a little, little, little tool there. There we go. All right. Yeah, all right. There we go. V Coop. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your website felt like it was the president. Well, well, I, I, I mean, that's that's an honest nod right there to the president where, where we have to do this. Uh, hold on. Before I get to this, if nobody saw this yesterday, it's fantastic. Uh, the president of the United States of America was at the... Uh, Graduation ceremony of the United States Air Force, and uh, as he was uh, handing out, um, I don't know, commissions or whatever, uh, he decided to take a right, or, or I'm sorry, he took a left when he should have been taking a right, and the video goes like this. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> There's one kid up in the front that's got kind of a sneer to his face. There we go. Oh, and there's a couple people like, oh, shit. Yes, yes, your president uh, fell down yet again. Oh, my God. Um, I'll look into that for you this way. Thank you, hockey player. I appreciate that, my man. He's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, just a great guy and really... Uh, very, very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory. Mm-hmm. And I really do. enjoyed I being do. with him. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you're out this morning. When can I go off, Arnie? Because I'm ready. And, and that is what is inspiring me. Um, 
Uh, there's all kinds of things. Let me let me say these, Arnie. Uh, go to TikTok and play Bob Mannery. Describe the latest stumble. It's funny as shit. Oh, shit. I became a man watching Hot Dog the movie. Yeah, that was a great movie. Uh, I have sunny side up. I have sunny side down. I have sunny side all around. That was a terrible Austrian accent, but whatever. All right. So... I got an email from a friend of mine this morning, uh, someone who I very, very, very much trust. Um, and he said, uh, we were talking about this yesterday. There was a, a movie put out on Twitter yesterday called What is a Woman? And it's by Matt Walsh, and it's by the people over at the Daily Wire or Daily News, whatever, whatever Ben Shapiro's thing is. Hey, Ben Shapiro, you want a conservative who cusses? I'm your guy. Uh, anyway, no, I, I, I think I'd be too much for him. Um, so I, 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 he, he told you that Twitter wasn't going to put it up, and then Daily Wire said, wait a sec, you were talking about saving free speech, blah, 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 and we were talking about how this is like a wrestling work to get up people to watch this. Um, and, of course, Twitter put it up. And I watched parts of it today. Uh, I, I didn't watch the whole thing. It's about an hour and 20 minutes long. It's Matt Walsh going to different people asking the simple question, what is a woman? Now, he goes to some, uh, the, the first one I stopped on, I, I've seen clips of this. Is it free to watch now? Yes, it, it, the whole thing was up on Twitter this morning when I, when I saw it, so I believe it is all free to watch now. I saw this uh, they first talked to this gender, or I don't know what his actual title was, but he is a uh, he is a professor, a college professor, and you could tell that. Look, parts of me is watching this, going, "This can't be real." Like this is staged. Like like the 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 professor was so stereotypical. Like I, I mean, honestly, stereotypical to the point where he would not answer questions. He would answer questions with questions about what is a woman. Well, what do you think a woman is? And it went back and forth, and he's on one of these fucking people. Uh, v. Coop says, I put the link on the Superfans page. Thank you, V. Coop. Appreciate that. So then I fast forward a little bit more, and I get to this doctor lady who looks like she was the lady on Who's the Boss, but now 50 years later. Um, and she's an actual doctor, a scientist, a, a, a biologist, and, and she goes on to say that she defines what a woman is. She says anything else is this gender dysmorphia, which is a mental condition. Then I stopped on this interview with this guy who's a nudist in San Francisco, and then another gay man on the streets of San Francisco saying, well, why would a gay man know what a woman is? And, and then Matt Walsh looks at him and goes, well, do you know what a cat is? And the gay guy goes, I, this was a huge mistake. And he just walks away. But the one that I found the most interesting was that Matt Walsh flew all the way to uh, some place in Africa, Nigeria, I believe, and, and there was a tribe. And the brothers were out there, they were chucking spears. Now, I did not call them spear and then the, the, the verb. I said they were chucking spears. And they even had Matt Walsh chucking spear. So Matt Walsh is a spear chucker. K-1 
Kenya, same thing. Kenya, Nairobi, whatever. Places Arnie States will never go. And he's talking to the elder of the tribe. Now, now once again, this is one of those things where I look at and I go, now, it, it, I want to believe this is real, but come on, man. <laughs> this, is, this is a little much. But okay. All right, I'll believe it. And the funniest part was when he asked was, what about a man, a, a woman who has a penis? And all the tribesmen started laughing. They're like, we have never heard of this. And and even the elder of the tribe said, if a man thinks he's a woman, there's something wrong with his head. Now, this is in Kenya, allegedly. Now, now, once again, once again, I've watched enough TV and I've watched enough wrestling to go, okay, maybe this ain't real. But, but maybe it is real. Maybe it is real. And, and I guess that's what I got to figure out is if I want to believe. And, and I don't know Matt Walsh and those guys to be big-time liars. But it was interesting to see. And it leads me perfectly into um, this controversy that's happening in Los Angeles. And we're going to go also into, uh, oh, uh, there was another, it was, uh, I'm sorry, there was, when he was interviewing the professor, the professor was talking about, or or no, he was interviewing some fat gay guy. And um, the fat gay guy was saying, well, it just, uh, trans athletes don't always do that well. And then they went on the laundry list of all the things that trans athletes have won. And, oh, they don't have any sort of advantage. Ogre! Buenos dias, amigo! Now... I watch this, and I've grown tired of the entire thing. I've grown tired of trying to argue with people. Um, If people think it's okay to have uh, your kids attend a drag show, then I think you're an awful parent. I'll I'll say it. I don't don't think drag shows are any place for kids. Now, if you don't like me anymore because of that, then so be it. That's my personal feeling. I'm not telling you not to take your kids to a drag show. I just think you're awful for doing it. The L.A. Dodgers right now are engulfed in a huge battle, and they're being called out by a lot of people, including some priest in Ohio. Under attack. Look at the Los Angeles Dodgers defaming the name of every Christian here on earth. It just burns a hole in my heart, angers me and embitters me, and it should you. That's all I'm going to play from that guy, and shocking that comes from Marjorie Taylor Greene's Twitter account. Um, The Dodgers uh, are going to honor a group called the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, it's a drag queen group that makes fun of nuns as a part of the team's Pride Night. The person who sent me this is a huge Dodgers fan, and I'm going to read what she has to say right now. 
I've always supported the LGBTQ community. I don't give a rat's ass about what beer supports them. I'll drink it. I go to the parades. I don't bother me. Live and let live. I don't believe that men should play women's sports ever. There's where I draw the line. That's it. So when the whole controversy with the Dodgers came up, I didn't pay much attention because I don't care. Just play baseball until this motherfucker of a priest, leave it to the Catholics, comes out denouncing the entire organization as defaming the name of every Christian. Um, let's see. Uh, on Earth. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me, sir? The Dodgers have a pretty fa- large fan base, and I can assure you that a majority of them are Christians. I can also assure you that they will continue to attend games and support their team because they don't fucking care. They want to see baseball. And the hypocrisy of it all, doesn't God love everyone? Uh, yes, Zach, good morning to you. Uh, he sounds like he needs to talk to Jesus. Oh, Ski, what is up, buddy? I haven't seen you in a while. Well, it's you can listen live for a chance. Fucking hey, awesome. So let's talk about this. So the Dodgers were pressured not to allow these sisters of perpetual indulgence to take part in this. They were they were they said no, and then the Dodgers said no. You know what? We're going to stand up and we're going to do this. So they pretty much called out the Christian right. And to that, I salute the Dodgers. But, once again, there are consequences. The consequences are, and you're out, I I, I know that you know this, um, you're going to get Catholic churches all over this country because this is an attack on the Catholics in general, in their opinion, with the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. So the Dodgers said, no, we're going to stand up for it. And once again, I say congratulations to the Dodgers. Now, there's nothing anybody can do about it except what the Catholics do best. Where are the Dodgers located? Oh, that's right. Southern California. And I would guess, I would guess that a majority of Dodger fans that live in Los Angeles happen to be one certain religious group. Yeah, and and this is what I'm talking about here, you're out. The Catholics are going to make a point out of this. You have pissed off the largest landowner in the world, being the uh, the Catholic Church. And they will tell their parishioners not to go to Dodger games. They will tell and and this is where this is where we are in this big 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 conversation of it all. Uh, you're out. What if the Catholic group intentionally dressed up and performed to make tra- uh, targeted mockery of LGBTQ groups? Mm-hmm. Uh, would the Dodgers have stood up if this group was attacking Jews and dressing up like rabbis or mocking Muslims by dressing up like imam? It's just hate for Christianity. Now, now look. Once again... 
all those groups that you can have, Stinkfish, Stinkfish, you make a great point. Those groups can all be a part of it. And here's the thing, is the Dodgers are now pigeonholing themselves. Because if you stand up for this group, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, then what happens when there's a group that mocks the Jews in the LGBTQ community? Because what you're doing now is you're setting a precedent, saying, well, I'm going to stand up for them, but, oh, you can't make fun of the Jews. Why not? Made fun of the Catholics. Can't make fun of the Muslims. Because you allowed that to happen. This is why, once again, let me go back to my original, original, original point about this. This is why I hate when... When, when any sport gets involved in some sort of bullshit, and, and, and let, let, let's just call this what it is. This movement, this alphabet mafia movement, has become a political movement. It has become an industry. And once you get into that, you, you've opened the door for all this shit. Look, there are people that hate military nights at ball games. They're allowed to hate military nights. They're stood up, oh, yeah, you can, you can hate that. But if I were to come out and say, I hate this night at, at ball games, I'm the hate monger. I, gotta, I had this story for the last story here, and I've had this for two days now. Chaz Man. Hold on a second. Hold on a second here. Hey! Enrico Palazzo! Uh, he yeah. says, happy motherfucking Friday, ass family. Goddamn, that was the longest short week of the year so far. Words of wisdom today. Take time for yourself. Fuck everyone else for a few minutes. The alphabet movement is a new religion, kind of. Yeah, I don't know why the Dodgers chose that group to begin with, but nothing I can do about it. No, there is, and, and this is where the Dodgers have, have pigeonholed themselves. I do believe that that there might be some people in sports organizations that care about these groups and these group nights and things like that, and they, they really have a care for them. Let's not forget what this is all about. This is all about marketing. This is so they can sell rainbow-colored jerseys, okay? Because they found a new crowd. Hey, we accept you. Please come to the Dodger game on this night where we totally accept what you do. And those people are going to be like, oh, man, a sports team likes this. We've never been this. We're going to go and we're going to buy merchandise. And they're going to make money from it because that's what this all comes down to. And this right here is going to set, I believe, a precedent in the way things that are done now when it comes to this kind of stuff. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo. Alicia says, morning, y'all. Happy Friday. And happy last day of school for my kids. All right, the pebble's getting out. That means he can walk the mean streets up there and regulate. So, <clears throat> I've had this story for a couple days. 
and I'm very, very confused about. Um, a Los Angeles police spokesman said Wednesday an incident is being investigated. Uh, as a vandalism hate crime. Um, Alan Hamilton, deputy chief with the police department, said that Wednesday a pride flag was in a potted plant. There was a small potted plant that was set on fire on the campus, and the plant had a small pride flag inside it. Uh, both the plant and flag were destroyed by the fire. There are no suspects in custody at the time. L.A. school police will provide additional patrols around the campus, the school system said in a statement. Here's my question. Um, if you are politically and in, 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 if you're protected by the Bill of Rights in the First Amendment to burn an American flag, why is this a hate crime? I remember it happened a couple weeks ago in New York, the homeless guy who came and he took a crap on a flag outside of a restaurant in the gay area, and then he wiped his ass with another flag. Now, they got him mainly for vandalism because he stole their flags. Now, this is a flag that was put in a a pot and set on fire, and they're saying that this is a hate crime. Can someone, anyone, please explain to me why this is a hate crime Yet burning an American flag is not. I'll gladly wait. Arise says, this might sound a little bigoted, but it's only June 2nd, and I'm already rainbowed out this month. Yeah, boy, they are going big. They are going huge this month. It is Pride Month. By the way, I'm still waiting. Why is this why is this a hate crime? Because it's a targeted group. Well, when you burn an American flag, that's a targeted group. I'm sorry that there's 330 million of us, but that's a targeted group. Is it not? I I, I uh, look, I'm I'm just trying to get answers here. I I'd like some you know you know logic consistency, those the two main rules and fuck your feelings. But consistency and logic would say, well, if you can burn an American flag, yeah, you're probably going to get your ass kicked and get away with it, and the law doesn't come after you. Why is the law coming after somebody that burned a a, a pride flag? Anybody? No, I I don't have the answer to this. I can't tell you. I, I, I think I know what the answer is. I think I know that the answer is they're a protected group. Why are they protected and Americans aren't? I mean, I, I can keep asking questions. Hmm. Interesting. You guys are just as confused as I am. Now, getting back to the Dodgers. I I, I applaud the Dodgers for saying no, but... This is the problem, is that now you can't say no to anybody else. 
because then that would be discrimination. You've opened the door for other groups to, to nail you. And by the way, in, in, in L.A., the main fan, there's two fan bases in L.A. There's the Catholics and then there's the Jews. Now, I say Jew because that's what they call themselves. I'm not using that as in any defamatory way whatsoever. They're Jewish. They go by Jews. So I call them Jews. And there are a lot of people that get kind of like, oh, God, you can't. what am I supposed to call them? Check out Nadia uh, Tired. Tried sharing a photo, but, uh, oh, I'm driving. Uh, hold on a second here. Let's see. Am I still on that? Mm-hmm. How come I'm not getting? Am I blocked on there? Am I am I blocked on ninety eight rock? Oh, now I'm. Oh, Jesus. Yep. (laughs) Uh I don't know what I'm supposed to be looking at, but wow, what a terrible fucking sight. Uh, Let's see. uh, Start calling them Hebrew or maybe like Soprano code when they refer to Hesh. Our our friends with the Humica, the guy without the Christmas tree. But that's what the fan base is there. So now, if there is a group out there that wants to dress as uh, a bunch of uh, Ben Shapiro's in the gay community and call themselves the, you know, the, the, the B-Sharps or something like that, and they're cross-dressing or drag-queening, but they're dressing like Ben Shapiro, you got to let them in, too. Hebes also works. Good morning, Arnie. I'm not going to go there. You can go there, Adam J., I don't know about y'all, but but this is already this subject, and and I've got a couple more stories on it, and it's just so goddamn dumb. It is so dumb that we continue to do this shit. Joe Biden, our, our our president that fell down. Anytime you need to watch him do like walk, just have this in your mind. Kikes is the one to... Okay, I will avoid that one, Adam J. The Biden administration has poised to change the definition of sex in Title IX, bringing a 50-year-old law in line with the current transgender movement. A recent incident in Wisconsin public school locker rooms highlights the potential consequence of such changes. Is that what this story is about? Is this mom filing the suit here? Hold on a second here. Uh, mom file suit. No, this is Oklahoma. A mother is suing her daughter's school district after she was severely beaten by a transgender classmate. Teresa Goodson says her 15-year-old daughter was attacked in the girls' bathroom at Edmond Memorial High School. 
Gooden claims the school failed to enforce a state law which was signed into legislation requiring public school students to use restrooms according to the sex on their birth certificates. Transgender students who refuse to follow this policy have to use a single occupancy restroom or changing room. When is this going to stop? How many, how many young girls have to be assaulted in our schools? Whether it being raped, whether it being pulled under a desk, whether it be a girl who gets beat up in the locker room by a 15-year-old boy? I'll tell you this right now. When I was in school at 15 years old, I could beat up every school, every girl in the class. Just saw the 98 Rock page. They should call that feature Stealing from Arnie. Yeah. I mean, pretty much that's what they do. Um, they won't have the courage to talk about this, though. They won't have the courage to tell the truth about this. Nobody in radio will. Nobody in TV will. This is, this is why shows like this, maybe not this one as much, but shows like Rogan, the, these people that speak out, look, Andrew Tate, I, I, don't, I, I haven't spent a lot of time on Andrew Tate. He's a fellow who lives in, in, in Turkey or whatever, and he was jailed because he's a very, very chauvinistic guy. But he talks about what it is to be a man, and he treats women terribly, okay? So I don't like, there, there's like half of a stance I can't stand because he doesn't treat women the right way. He treats them like objects. But what he does say about men and talks uh, masculinity I, I'm on board with. I, I have no problem with it. But you can be a man. You can be a man and also be a man and respect women and understand that women are people too. Without women, we would not have people on this earth. Okay? And that leads me to yet another fucking fantastic story about a transgender on the cover of Glamour magazine. Fashion magazine features pregnant transgender man sparks outrage. Now, this is the same thing that they've done with Demi Moore and all these people that get pregnant. They paint a suit on them or they paint clothes on them and they're actually naked on there. And this is a trans, this is a woman who wants to be a man, and they're saying that a man is pregnant. Men can't get pregnant. The fucking end. Anybody, look, look, this is the part that I don't understand. You, you get these people, and, and watching this Matt Walsh video earlier today, he went to a woman's march in Washington, D.C., and he was asking that simple question what is a woman? What is a woman? And even at the Women's March, people would not define it. Women would not go out and define it. So ask family women. I'm going to ask you this question. One of you can answer. All of you can answer. I don't care. But I'd like to know, in your opinion, what is a woman? 
And this is only for a female-ass family. Cancel that. Ratty kids starting the, the ball rolling. Uh, she says someone who has... Vagina. Okay. What about people who identify as a female? No, 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 no. I didn't ask about identifying. I said, what is a woman? A mature female that owns ovaries and a uterus. Thank you. LeBron is a woman, according to Braddy Kid. <laughs> because LeBron James has... Vagina. Someone who has the inner and outer parts of a woman, the proper biological chromosomes help define men and women. Uh, Alicia, but what if she had a hysterectomy? This is why I always answer, and, and I'm willing to answer this question, because, Douglas, I can answer that. There are women who are born with the correct parts in order to provide future life. Which means they don't have to work. So, and, and Douglas, I know you're just playing devil's advocate a little bit here, but th- that, that's one of the first arguments. Well, what, what if a woman can't have a baby? Is she not a woman? Then No. She was born with all the right parts. They just don't work. And I'm sorry, you got to take that one up with the manufacturer. Um, let's see. A uh, woman is by nature would have those organs. XX chromosomes, a woman uses she, her, and wears a blue suit. <laughs> well, well, this person on the cover of Glamour magazine has a blue suit painted on them and their pregnant belly, and we're told that this is a man, a Logan Brown. It's not that hard. Fucking Christ. Hey, Steph, I understand. I get it. Look, 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 I'm maddened by it because it's stupid. And this is what we talk about in our country. When there are so many other things happening that are so much more important. Yes, trans people, I said there is something more important than you. And that could be about anything under God's green fucking earth. I follow Matt Walsh, so I'm just using the leftist talking point. Yeah, and those leftists—that's what's so funny—is these talking points are so pitiful. Like, if you watch that thing, I, I, I recently watched some of it, and uh, the the college professor who would not give an answer at all—I would love to know how that would go in his classroom if he was debating a student and the student wasn't giving any answers. Wouldn't he fail that student? Yeah. You know what's more important? Fried apple pies and year-round McRibs. Well, hold on a second. I'm, I'm going to find this goddamn sound effect now. You know what? We're just going to put it in a new place here. 
There it is. There it is. Let's say it all together. You're goddamn right. Mm-hmm. Fried apple pies, McRibs year-round. You're goddamn right. You know what? Let's, let's do this, shall we? Let's all take a breath. Take another one. I have a solution. Here's my solution. If you think that you're a transgender person and you go into a bathroom, a locker room, and there are little kids in there, there are little girls in there, whatever, Um, and they all ask you to leave, you have to leave. Now, if you don't leave, or or this can be the case, or those, those people are so weirded out that there's a man in the women's restroom that they call their daddies and their boyfriends, and their daddies and the boyfriends are outside waiting. If you, if you want to use the women's restroom, it comes with a beating. Okay? Same thing goes on the other side. Get a bunch of caddy broads standing outside the the men's room because when the women who want to be men, which, by the way, I need, if somebody's got time right now, V Coop, V Coop or or Ogre, I I, I need, Ogre, I know you're working. I know everybody's working right now. If y'all can give me the percentages of changing from male to female versus female to male, because I'm not seeing outside of fucking Chastity Bono or whatever that thing was and and Elliot Juno, Elliot Page, I haven't seen a whole lot going that way. I'd like to know what the what the disparage the, the, the differential is. I don't understand why men want to use ladies' rooms. Women are nasty. Not me. Day off. Just me and Dixie. Okay. Well, the, hey, Zach, you can look that one up then. BZ, good morning, my friend. Welcome back again. God, it's good to see you here. You new dad, you. <laughs> In the interview conducted by Glamour's magazine, Brown gave birth to a daughter uh, talking about their accidental pregnancy. Well, hold on a second here. Uh, let me, let me, to the, the accidental pregnancy. Um, oh, shit! I believe 75% of transma- transitions are female to male. What? 75% of female to male? Okay, well, uh, hey, whatever it is, whatever it is. That that shocks me that it's that much that females are turning into males. I I just, uh, I, uh, I I can't argue numbers if that is the number. But it's not, it's not representing well when it, when it's out there. 
From the National uh, Library of Medicine, the prevalence of gender dysphoria has recently been estimated as high as 390 to 460 per 100,000, with a consistency greater prevalent of trans women than trans men. We report that there are changing demographics encountered in our experience over the last two decades. Okay. What's sad is that exactly what is happening uh, to the gay groups is what happened to the feminist movement. When I was in high school, it was the Gay Straight Alliance Club, then turned into LGB, then the T, then the Q, and now every single letter of the alphabet is included, and that means chromos, or chomos, too. The gay community just wanted the same rights as everyone else, to get married, to have kids, and not to be told simply based on their sexuality. Same thing with women and feminist movement. Now it's been turned into a bunch of feminazis, that don't stand up for women anymore. Hence the Leah Thomas incident and all the high school sports with men fucking up Title IX. It's disgusting. Disgusting is an understatement, and I under... Uh, so... We have prominent... Journalists, we have prominent broadcasters all over this country, and they're talking about this story. This story that has nothing to do with the economy, really. I mean, it, it's starting to affect the economy for companies like Bud Light and, and Target. It has nothing to do with putting people in jobs, it has nothing to do with lowering taxes. It has nothing to do with providing safety for Americans against all, all enemies, foreign and domestic, especially on the foreign front. Like it or not right now, America is a fucking joke. I mean, every single time we see our leader on TV... If you're too young to know what that is, that's from Benny Hill, and that's when he would always, like, chase around, like, these two old men would chase around these big fucking boob British gals. They would play Boots Randolph there. It's fucking fantastic. But we're at a time in, in the world that, that countries are acquiring all sorts of weapons. Why? Because they want to take us out because they hate us. They hate us because they ain't us. They all want to be us. Look at Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia loves having all that money. Loves having all that money. Yet they're the ones that organize the people that blow us up. Why? Because we have all this money. We have all these freedoms. We have countries that want to kill us because we allow women to go out without their heads covered. Poor guy couldn't even stand up. <laughs> no, he couldn't. From Transitional Andreology and Urology, a journal of urology, first transgender females, females assigned male at birth, are usually identified at higher rates than transgender males, males assigned female at birth. In some studies, the proportion of transgender women to men is two to one. Okay, so there it is. Whitewash, good morning to you. I hope that you're doing well this morning. Um, happy Friday, he says. 
Sakar in the house. He says he said yesterday he was in high school 300 years ago, LOL. Someone older than you, Arnie. So what I see is a ton of beta men who want to be affected, uh, uh, protected, picked on group. Hence, they become women. Only the Saudis could love deodorant, too. If only the Saudis could. But you see, this is the thing that I've never understood in, in the 20-plus years of covering how much the rest of the world hates us. Because they all want to be us. One of the biggest destination to- places now in the world is the United Arab Emirates. And what do they have there? Shopping, 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 luxurious amenities. You get picked up in a, in, in a Rolls Royce and taken to your, 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 your hotel, your suite, your lavish suite. Now, you got to follow their rules there. If you got a lady friend with you, she got to be covered up. Ain't no kissing in public neither. So they want to be us, but without our, our laissez-faire attitude towards gals. But we're not paying attention to that. We're not paying attention to those people who want to kill us. We're paying, on the, the, we're paying attention to the people who don't know who the fuck they are. Every time, um, every single time that we drive to either Arlington to go to a Ranger game or we drive out to Fort Worth, go to Billy Bob's or to get gym boys, we take a freeway called I-30. And getting through downtown Dallas is a pain in the ass. But once you make it through downtown and you start to veer right, and and you go over and you can start to see the downtown on your, the right hand side of you. It always reminds me of the conversation I had with my dad when I was like seventeen. Now I'll never ever forget this. And every single time, and and I bring it up sometimes, and I have to remember I brought this up way too much. Shut up, Arnie. But every time we cross that area right before this bridge. I always think to myself when I told my dad I, I was fucking up. I, I was I was in school. Look, I was partying too much. I was I was I think I had failed art, and that's why he was. Yes, that's right. I failed art my senior year in high school. One 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 grading period, mainly because I missed every day that grading period. That's why I failed it. I was skipping the class because I hated it, and I already knew I was going to graduate. So, but my dad still didn't want F's on my report card. My dad's yelling at me, and we're going, we're going out to a Ranger game. He's yelling at me and saying all this kind of stuff. And I go, Dad, I'm just trying to find myself. I'll never, ever forget it because I use that phrase. And I was, I, I might have been 18. Yeah, I was probably 18. My dad looked at me. I had never seen this look. Like, my dad wanted to almost fucking throw a punch at me. And he goes, you're what? <laughs> you're what? I said, I'm trying to find myself. He goes, you're sitting right there. Now fucking grow up. <laughs> he drove to the game. Didn't, didn't say a word after that. He says, you're sitting right fucking there. And I've taken that since the age of 18, and, and, and I live with that. And, and I think it was one of the greatest answers he ever gave me. He gave me so much great advice. 
that it's so it's so man. I, I'm I'm trying to find my. Where, where are you? You got lost. My friends that have fought for the UFC and the UAE say the only time they had to cover up those robes is when they were in sight, seeing their temples. Everywhere else, they could be themselves. Okay. Still can't paint by numbers. No, I can't do that. But these people, I think it's exactly what Ogre said earlier. I think this is a bunch of fucking guys who got picked on in school, and now they want to be protected. They want to be a part of something. This all comes back to what I said a long, 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 long time ago. These are people that weren't paid enough attention to as kids. Comes down to that. They want attention. Look here. You, 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 you fat broads out there in the world that wear half shirts. Oh, I saw one of you last week at a mall in Garland. Gal gets out of her car. She's probably about 52 years old. She got, got about a 52-inch waist. And she has the audacity to be wearing a half shirt. Full on muffin top. And I mean, it was like, God damn. Now, why is she wearing that? It, that doesn't empower her. She wants attention. Do, do you know why I wear, a, a, well, I went to the mall the other day to get my hat. I'm going to tell you this right up. I'll tell you, be straight up with you. I wore a Jerry Lee Lewis shirt where he's flipping you off. You know why I wore that? Because I wanted people to see it. I, I, I want the attention. I want people to look at it. Going out to a pizza place today out in Louisville, and I got uh, Jesus from Big Lebowski, and it says the word Jesus in purple written down my shirt today. I know I'm going to get looks. Um, the Target thing kind of pissed me off. I, I don't care if adults want wear pride shit, but I don't need a shirt for my three-month-old that says queer on it. Let kids be kids. I, hey, you're, you're preaching to the choir there, Beasy. And see, this is what I said the other day, and I live by it. Since the election in 2020, I told you not to wake up the right side. I told you. Said, look here, we're, we're going to let you take this election. We don't believe it, but hey, it's yours. We're going we're to let you start doing all this shit. Just don't wake us up. Don't piss us off too much. And that side kept taking, and they kept taking, and they kept taking. And then they went too far, and just like Beasy there. I know Beasy. Beasy's a good guy. Mrs. Beasy's a great lady, and they had a baby. They, 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 these, these are people that go out and they hike, and and and, and they're, they're, they're happy with the world that they're in. And now you're affecting them. You're pissing them off because you're, you're marketing things for three-month-olds that say, I'm queer. Three-month-old has no idea what they are. The three-month-old doesn't even know how to shit correctly yet. Believe me, with Roscoe around here, that motherfucker shits all the damn time. And he's like 11 months old. Be 11 months old in, what, five days? These are people that want attention. 
Um, let's see. It's like when people say they're lost and looking for Jesus. I don't know where he was missing. Yeah, we, we, I always love that. Oh, I found Jesus. Where'd he go? I always want to know where he went. <laughs> they should make a women's stretchy pants line called Bratwurst. I see so much of that nowadays in Newsflash. It ain't sexy or empowering. It makes me want to visit a butcher shop. I should go into a charismatic Christian church wearing my shirt that says, Psst, Jesus was brown. <laughs> now, once again, I will support you to wear that shirt, but you're probably going to get an ass beaten. And, 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 and you know that you're going to get an ass beaten or you're going to get an ass ear chewing. I'm a plus-size gal, and it angers me when I see women my size or bigger wearing that shit and letting it all hang out. But that goes back to being raised dressed nicely for my size, and I do that, and I still can turn head every now and then for the right reasons. I don't think kids learn that as much now because of the body acceptance movement. You're absolutely right. Look, I've been fat my whole life. I Do you know why? I wore mesh overalls as a gag. I know nobody wants to see me walking around in anything that has the word mesh on it. I am not mesh friendly. Jesus was with Waldo. George Carlin had a bit about bumper stickers and one was, I found Jesus. I have him in the trunk of this car. This stems from so much. I mean, I, 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 let, let, let's go over it. Let's go over it. This stems from the attention not being accepted. This happens, and I, I'm going to break this down how it happened. Once again, this is Generation X's fault for raising these kids because they realized that we, had it, we, we were a lot tougher in our generation growing up. We had it a lot tougher. Now, we didn't have it as tough as the boomers or the greatest generation. We didn't have it. We, 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 we did not have it as tough as them. I'm not trying to say that. But we were, we were raised to fend for ourselves. We were raised to become adults. Now, being raised to become adults means we are allowed to be kids for a while until we start being too kiddish when we're too old to be kids. And that's when our parents would fucking come to us and go, you can't do that anymore, you're a kid. Perfect example. Question for all my ass family members here. Oh, I, I've got a great stream of consciousness going today. We're going to be talking for a while. Um, when did your parents stop allowing you to trick or treat? Let's see. Uh, let's see. You guys are saying, uh, Grant, I'm considered thin in Oklahoma. We were latchkey kids. Uh, your eyes dressed properly would be deemed a Waffle House witch. And if you're pregnant, we don't want to see your bump hanging out. Nope. Uh, Derek says, never. It was up to me. Arise says 13. B. Coop says they didn't. They let me decide. Stopped at 13. BZ said sixth grade. 
My parents never forbade it. I just stopped in seventh grade because it was for babies. They didn't. I figured it out on my own seventh grade after middle school. After seventh grade, we learned about the whole trick thing and got into deep shit. It's interesting because it's all around 12 or 13. Whether we knew it or whether our parents knew it, we knew that that was too. See, we were allowed to be kids. And then that. Why is it that I'm seeing 17 and 18-year-olds out there trick-or-treating now? Oh, we would do all that kind of stuff, the TPing and stuff when we got older. Sure, because that was the trick part. That's when we learned that we can be hooligans. My old neighbors had adults going out. They had adult beverages with them, always extra large candy bars. But you see, we were allowed to be kids for a long time. And then, whether it was left up to us and we figured it out, or our parents told us, okay, you're too old to trick-or-treat. No more. Grow up. Those, those words were used a lot when we were kids, grow up. And they were, they were used at different times. Those 17 and 8-year-olds will be living with mommy until they're 65. Well, uh, Adam J., you're going to get the first one today. Correct the mundo. So that's the, way, that's the way our childhood was. So all of us became older and parents. Now, I didn't become a parent because I was too smart to have any kids and too grateful not to have it. I, I'm so happy because I can't be blamed for this. Just my generation can't. They didn't want latchkey kids. They wanted to protect their kids. This is where we came up with the phrase helicopter parents because the parents were there everywhere. Parents would, they, 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 look, look. Anybody who's my age cannot tell me your mom and dad went to every one of your sporting events because they didn't. They didn't. And we were okay with it. Hell, my mom hated baseball. My mom would only come every once in a while, and granted, I get thrown out of a game that she came to, which was fantastic. My mom didn't like baseball. She wouldn't go to games. Now parents, parents root their schedules around when their kids have games. You see, the old adage is true. My generation went from raising kids to raising their friends. It was no longer mom and dad. It was buddy, buddy. And I've said this forever. My dad and I are best friends. We're best friends my entire life until it was time for him to be dad. Now, I didn't like it. I didn't like it when he changed into his dad get up and dad would have to yell at me. And I think once I probably said something, dad, aren't we friends? He's like, no, I'm your father. But they've raised these people to be their equals. And I'm here to tell you something. BZ, I know that you're a new parent here. Um, let 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 me give you some advice. You are greater than your child. You are more important in your household than your child. Your wife is more important in your household than your child. I'm not saying your child is not important, but they aren't as important as you. Can your kid pay the bills? Can your kid make dinner? And I'm not saying that you do this. I'm just giving you this advice that you don't go down this stupid road that my generation went down to allow kids to be the protected class in the house. 
They're the protected class, and they get to make all the rules. Do you think I ever wanted to eat spinach as a kid? The answer would be a resounding... But guess what? When spinach was on my plate, guess who had to eat that shit? I did. And I fucking hated it. And it wasn't until my mother said to me, if you don't like what we're having, you can make something else. That is learning how to become an adult. Uh, My dad went to three of my games because he had a job. My late husband always told our daughter I came before him. She knew that uh, she was in the dog's level. Yeah. I've been reflecting a lot on how I want to be as a dad, and I'm going to be her dad, and I can be her friend later in life. You can be her friend now, too, but you have to know. And this is is the thing that that I never wanted to be a parent because I knew I couldn't do it as good as my dad. And I'd never, ever want to let him down by being a bad parent because my dad, for some reason, knew how to throw that switch. Um, but, but if you don't know how to throw that switch, then your first job is to be the dad. And this is why I have all the con. I'm so happy for you and your wife. It, you, you're, it, 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 you're good people and you deserve this. Uh, we've taught our kids to make dinner. Hell, I've even trained them how to push a cart to do the grocery stop. Yeah, and, and that's in and, and ogre. My dad did the same stuff with me. I didn't, you know, as a kid, I was stupid. I thought my dad wanted to hang out with me. No, my dad wanted me to push the cart. My dad didn't want to go do the grocery shopping alone because, well, grocery shopping was boring. He wanted to have somebody there with him that would push the cart and fucking talk to him. Do I want to get her into golf, though, uh, so I can play golf on Saturdays with no arguments? Yeah, perfect. But this whole idea, these people that have been raised, and now they're adults. This is the thing that we need to be really, really worried about. These trans people, these people that are willing to cut appendages off their body and then change their mind six months later. Um. They're going to be running society. Once again, let me say this. They will be running society at some point. They will be the ones in charge. Are you scared as shit yet? I'm terrified. I am terrified. Now... Not everybody who's a millennial or a Gen Z is a piece of trash. I've met a lot of from both those groups that are hard workers, that know the difference between right and wrong, and hopefully those people will rise to the top. Ooh, yeah, the cream always rises. Ooh, yeah, macho madness, uh. But the problem is, is that there's no natural ascending to the top anymore. Now it's all fabricated on what group you're in, how you believe, do you know what a woman is. All this bullshit is holding those people down, the people that will take us into the next millennium, if you will, or whatever, the next decades. 
we got too many morons going around saying things like, oh, well, um, we, 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 need to, we need to get rid of all the gas and oil immediately. Do you know how dumb of a statement that is? I, 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 seriously, D- does anybody realize how stupid that statement is on its own? And I know I talked about this last week when those uh, protesters in England were in the road and the guy got out of his truck and beat the hell out of one of them. Because that man was trying to go do his job. And we got people saying, and, and, and by the way, they were they they had these long like like signs up like they got it like Kinkos or whatever, but British Kinkos, so Kinkos or whatever. All those signs are made out of plastic. <whistles> why, why am I bringing up plastic? Well, plastic's made out of oil. You see, you need oil to make plastic. So your little signs that you had on there, your little, eh, get rid of oil now. If we got rid of oil immediately, you wouldn't have a sign. Scott, did I upset you? You said, okay, okay. Did not like the whistling. Did that upset your dogs? Ah. <sighs> When does it stop? I think, you know, honestly, I I figured it would stop. Um, I honestly figured it would stop when that little girl got raped in the bathroom and nobody told the parents about it. That's when I thought that we'd see more of a, a, a foot down, but they've got such a stronghold on society right now because... I'm afraid that this is turning into an industry. And once something turns into an industry, it's going to be around forever. I got a question, Arnie. I was born in 1981. I'm 42 year old. Your definition of what generation am I? Um, 80 was the cutoff for Gen X. 81 is a tough year. 81, there's still Gen X in you. And, 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 and it pains me to say that because that's Braddy Kidd's birth year. I think. I don't know. I just know what her birthday is. But at 81, I, I know that they say Gen X is like 1968 to 1980. So... I, 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 I give a waiver year of 81. I mean, I'm, I'm smack dab in the middle of it at 71, so. Stinkfist says, I believe he's a millennial. I believe that that's where you would find. But, but like I said, Gen X, if you were born in 81, you're still have, there's still enough Gen Xs around you. Like all the people born in 1980 that you probably know or the people born in 1979 that you might know. I think there's a special category for 80 to 83. I mean, look, look, here, here's, here's the thing. Are you a slap dick? You take care of your kids. Obviously, you got Delta with you this morning. You got a job. You got a good job. You get to travel the world. Sounds like you're a really hardworking person, which is not the definition of millennials. So you, you, you can... It, Look, look, I'll grandfather you in. 
I'll grandfather you in since you're going to be sending me a hat. Uh, let's see. Um, is doing your job right, Arnie? There's a lot of Gen X and bratty kid. Hey, now. <laughs> I'm Gen X, 1968. Woo! Yep. Agree to rise. I'm 83, and I don't feel like uh, I'm 83, and I don't feel like I'm a millennial. Uh, no, and 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 here's the thing: it, it doesn't matter. It, we we all throw out Gen X, and and it's easier for me to explain things that it was people from my generation that raised these millennials. Nobody from my generation raged you, Mace Mage. Nobody from my generation raged you. So you were born in 81, 68. Uh, that means your 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 parents would be what? 13? I, I I don't think they I don't think that's it. It's a gray area. My brother-in-law was born in 81, but he's always had take care of yourself attitude and not depending on others. When he was younger, if he went hungry, uh, he did so and stretched out his paycheck. Yeah, see I I only use the Gen X and millennials to talk about the parenting because it was my group that my age group, that when they got old enough to have kids, they had these kids, and these kids are shitbags. Why? Because the parents allowed them to be shitbags. They paid too much attention to them. They, they gave them this sense of entitlement, and it has only gotten worse. Every kid gets a trophy. I've been, I've been hammering on that for years and years and years and years and years, and I always will. Because once you start doing that, once you do that for one season, this is like the Dodgers thing. You can't stop. If you're a league that hands out trophies to every kid that participates, then you've got to do that for the rest of time. I was born in 75. My son was born in 99. And we went, uh, go some people think we're just friends hanging out. It's hilarious. Dad was born in 56. Mom was born in 50. Yeah, see? If you have Generation X parents, you're a pain in the ass. That's how I'll say it. Oh, I didn't. And, and, and by the way, not all of you. Not all of you. My very best friend. My very best friend in the entire world. who I, I'm actually six months older than. Tommy. Has two of the most wonderful kids I've ever met. And they've always been that way. You know why? Because Tommy's a good dad. And his wife is a great mom. His son's a firefighter. His daughter is a, a, a dental hygienist. He did right. He did good. Now, there are a lot of people that didn't parent their kids that way. And their kids are the ones who are the pain in the ass. Uh, these are just labels. I'm not sure not all millennials or Gen Zs are worthless pieces of shit. I mean, most are not, but all of them. No, you're absolutely right about that, stink fist. I'm very independent and take care of my own. I don't think my generation and Gen Z are that strong and self-sufficient as prior gens. They aren't because their parents didn't allow them to be because their parents did everything for them. This is the same generation. There's there's an amazing political cartoon I saw, and I know I've told you all about this. uh, It was drawn about 
what parents were like in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. And it showed the parents showing up at a, a, a teacher meeting, and the kids there. And it was mom and dad were mad, and the teacher had the, the F grade, and they were all looking at the kid. Because it was the kid's fault. That was the 50s, 60s, and 70s parents. The modern parents, same political cartoon. Mom, dad are upset, but now Junior's upset too, and they're looking at the teacher. It's the teacher's fault. That political cartoon is probably the smartest political cartoon I've ever seen in my entire life. And it tells the absolute truth. that Nobody in that generation was taught anything about personal responsibility. Oh, I, I, I look, personal responsibility, I could go off on this for days, but I'm not going to. Uh, when it comes down to Little League, kids don't need a trophy. Uh, that's what their fucking uniform and tee pictures are for. That showed that you participated. I was born in 1989, just so everybody knows. God, you're such a dick. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, we'll take a break here. 775-357-FANS number. I, I promise I, I'll lighten up. Uh, we'll, we'll have some fun here. Um, oh, oh, boy. <laughs> Wait till you see what I have to start off with. Uh, ArnieRadio1 uh, at gmail.com is where you can write me. The website right now is kind of, we'll see. Uh, I'm trying to fix it as we speak. So here you go. Uh, when the whistle blows this morning And I walk down in that cool dark mine I see a prayer to my dear Savior Sunshine more time. When will be over? When will I And when I die, That night, he came and told her he lost his life down in a big show mine. When Halloween will be over, when will Halloween burn down? Then when I die, dear Lord in heaven, please take my soul beneath that cold dark ground. Feel no sorrow on this earth, not much at all. Cause I have the love of my sweet children, an old clown new shovel and a hole. Oh, 
Please take my soul, meet that cold dark ground. Please take my soul, meet that cold dark ground. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm not sorry I fell in love And I'm not sorry That you never cared enough With just motion It's just time And every day We find ourselves a little further down the line I'm going to California By myself Take a look all around 
I'm sorry, but I'm just thinking of the right words to say. I know they don't sound the way you plan them to be. But if you wait around a while, I'll make you fall for me. I promise, I promise you I will. Your days through, and so is your temper. You know what to do. I'm gonna always be there. And sometimes if I shout. Not what's intended These words just come Seriously, uh, I'm sorry. Usually I play something there. Uh, this is an awesome cover. Who is it? Uh, that is Sturgill Simpson right there, The Promise. I'm trying to get my damn website back up. And now, okay, renewals and bills. Okay. Um, all right, let's try this. Let's try this. And then we'll add to cart. 
Okay, that's the right amount. That's the right amount. Okay. Um, continue to cart. Okay, I'm continuing to fart. I'm continuing to fart. Okay, three months, three months. Okay, I'm ready to pay. Complete purchase. Ah, uh, oh, error. There was a problem processing your transaction. Please verify your payment information or use an alternate form of payment. Fuck! All right, like I said, I shouldn't have done that during the show, but all right. Uh, let's see. Damn, that reaches inside you when it hits those notes. Yeah, I was told by my son's teacher it was my fault. My son was doing bad in one of his subjects, and I told her, no, it's her fault because she's the teacher, not me, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Well, look here. No, it's not, it's not the teacher's fault, and it's not your fault, Mage. It's your kid's fault. I'm sorry to say that, but that's whose fault it is. It's the kid's fault. Kid ain't fucking doing what he's supposed to be doing. So either you punish him or the school punishes him by failing him. It's a simple checks and balances. Now, her calling you out, I think that's a bullshit move. She doesn't know what you do for a living. And by the way, it's his homework. It ain't your homework. If he's having problems with it, he is to come to you and to fix that. Teacher's job is to teach them, give them the assignments. The kid doesn't do the assignment. It ain't on you and it ain't on the teacher. It's on the kid. See, we've, we've taken too much onus away from that. We try to blame the teachers. We try to blame the parents when the people that we should be blaming, because we were all students in school. We know. If you used a green screen Apple IIe, uh, we'll let you uh, in Gene XLOL. As far as generations argument goes, I think I'm right in the sweet spot in the millennial area. 1985 puts me right in the spot where I got the best of both worlds. My first computer I ever had was an Apple II with a five and a quarter inch floppy disk. I know how to program VCR, how to use social media. I watched the movie the day after and was told the event of an earthquake or nuclear attack lied <laughs> under my desk. I was mostly ignored as a kid and had to figure out most things on my own. I would say I'm right in the sweet spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look here. Look here. The simple truth is this. Is that, does it suck being a kid? Yeah, it sucks being a kid. Kids don't have it tough. But it's tough to be a kid because you're new to everything. You don't have experience with shit. You don't know what's going on in the world. And you know what? That's okay. Because, you see, you're supposed to learn. So many of these parents think the kids already know what the, the end game is. The kids don't have any clue. The kids are stupid. I mean, for Christ's sake, didn't we have Kamala say that for a while? I mean... Oh, I, I got rid of it, but... What a stupid fucking question. It, it really... I mean, to think that the kids know everything... The kids don't know shit. They think they know everything, but kids are dumb. They're ignorant. And you have to fucking beat them over the head sometimes, telling them to do shit until it finally sticks. And sometimes it doesn't stick. That's the part that really, really sucks. 
sometimes you just have to go, well, my kid's a fucking idiot. And you have to live with that. And you can try to do as much as you want to fix that, but it ain't going to fix them. Not until the kids get it. Kids think they're important to anyone but their parents. You ain't, you puke. No, you aren't. Look, I could solve a lot of the world's problems if y'all let me. Yeah, 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 I look, look, look here. I done figured out. Now, some of y'all might think I'm a sexist for this, but I'm not. I'm not. This, the, the, this is all simple. This is all simple stuff. I figured out postpartum depression. Now, I know a lot of y'all are saying, well, wait a second, Arnie. You're not a woman. You can't figure that out. No, no, I figured it out. I know a part. Th- 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 hear me out. Hear me out. Postpartum depression. Now, do I think it's a real thing? Yeah, it's a real thing. I think it's a real thing, and th- this is what it is. <clears throat> we've all seen TV. We've all seen movies where somebody announces they're pregnant. You know, they pee on the stick, and they're like, oh, my God, I'm so excited, and they have a big party. Right, 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 right. And this postpartum thing, like, I don't think my mama had it. I don't, I don't know. Maybe she did, but, but, but it, it, it matters because... Since the dawn of time, we've gone apeshit when people are, are pregnant. Absolutely apeshit for it. We throw them parties. We talk about how much they're glowing. We never mention how fat their ankles are because this is, this is glorious. This is phenomenal. This is great. You're bringing life into the world. We love you. Oh, my God, can I touch your belly? What are you at that moment? Anybody? Anybody, you want me to answer? I'll answer. You are the center of attention. You are the sun. In that family, everything revolves around the pregnancy. Now, we can have a spirited debate later on another subject about if that's okay or not. I don't know. I haven't thought that far in advance about it. But what happens the minute... That baby shits out. What happens the second that it happens? All that attention. All those people. Everyone that was wanting to touch your belly has taken attention from you that you've been getting for nine months. And maybe you never got this kind of attention before in your life. And you like it. And you soaked it up. And you enjoyed it. You enjoyed people fucking being nice to you for once. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. And now they're taking that. And they're taking it and giving it all to the baby. Rightfully so. Let me say this. Rightfully so. Now the baby is the center of attention. What happens to the mom? The, one of the first questions a lot of moms are asked is, uh, how long do you think it's going to take you to lose the baby weight? At least starlets, you know, we always talk about that. We had never brought up their weight once in nine months when they're feeling fat and bloated and terrible. We never bring it up once. Oh, we go, you're beautiful. You're glowing. As soon as the kid is shit out, when are you going to be losing that weight? Don't mind the fact that you just carried a human being in your body for the last nine months. And now you're no longer treated that way. The baby's treated that way. 
and you're treated kind of like, well, you're the baby's mom. That's great and everything. Good job on the birth, but eh, we'll take care of the baby. We're not going to take care of you anymore. And all that attention that they got used to for those nine months is now gone. And they're going to feel a little depressed over that. And you know what? I can't blame them. Now, to the levels of certain things, but I can, I look, look, I'm sure there's more science in there about, you know, the, 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 the genes and the hormones and all that. But I think that is a big sticking point right there. I always ask, do you know who the father is? <laughs> and it, it, it's simple. It's the, it, and, and by the way, that's just human nature. And you're not going to change it. And there are a lot of strong women that got through it without any kind of real postpartum depression. Tons of them. Millions and millions of women. You know where they don't have postpartum depression? Wherever they film those fucking National Geographic ads. Them gals shit them kids out one at a time every fucking nine months. They're like a slot machine down there. Plop, 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 plop. Why? Because they need fucking men. They need more kids down there. They need more people. That cobalt's not going to dig itself. Those tigers are not going to fucking stop attacking you. And here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Do you know why they have so many kids in, in, in those rural, terrible places? Like, you know, like, like what was in the Matt Walsh thing. You know why they got so many kids? They ain't got nothing else to do. This is their form of entertainment. That's it. You avoid being eaten by a tiger, and you fuck. That, that should be on the welcome sign to Africa. Welcome to Africa. Avoid tigers. We ain't got nothing to do here except fucking. Uh, the massive hormonal and physiological changes are probably a bigger factor than mere ego. I would agree with that. I, I, I would say that, but I think the ego does play into it. And I think with all those hormonal and physiological stuff that's going on, the ego, you have to admit that the ego does play a big role in someone's life. And along with all those hormonal things, that's what causes this kind of stuff. And I'm not saying not to pay attention to women when they're pregnant. I don't think you should touch people's bellies. I think that's weird. I mean, that poor Pillsbury guy, he gets assaulted on a daily basis. People just jamming fingers in him. He doesn't want to be finger-banged in the stomach, man. He wants to make biscuits. <laughs> He's laughing because he wants to kill you. That, that, there's a movie right there. The fucking Pillsbury Doughboy gets revenge. Everybody who stuck a finger in him, he's sticking a fucking ice pick in your ass. Things to do in Africa. Get eaten, starve, fuck, die. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Africa, see this? This is sand because you're not where the food is. Sam Kennison. He wasn't wrong. All right, let's talk about more stupidity in the world, shall we? I think this tops the list of why we do not trust the World Health Organization anymore. The World Health Organization has elected 
the Democratic People's Republic of Korea, also known as North Korea, to be on the executive board of the World Health Organization. The exact same, the same country that is starving their people. The same country where the leader shot an anti-aircraft missile at his uncle is now a part of the World Health Organization. That's who. The new position allows them to have a say in determining the organization's agenda and policy prescriptions. Well, I'm here to tell you, I... Anytime the World Health Organization says something now, not that before I took it with anything more than a grain of salt, but now they are offering bubkis, if you would. You're going to allow North Korea on the executive board of the World Health Organization. Boy, oh boy, what could go wrong? Sounds like who is being ransomed by North Korean hackers, right? Wow. Shit, that's a crazy story. Pittsburgh Pirates outfielder reveals wife's extremely rare blood disease following a raccoon attack. Who gets attacked by a raccoon? She has a painful blood disease that's completely taken over her body. Uh, she, she heads to the Mayo Clinic after being attacked by a, a rabid raccoon over a year ago and a lot of glasses and medicines have been thrown at her. She's now been diagnosed with an extremely rare painful blood disease that has completely taken over her body. Good Lord, that's terrible. You got attacked by a raccoon. His wife is a rubbish bin. I mean, I, I never heard of that. Fucking, I thought raccoons were afraid of us. Boy, they're attacking now. Speaking of the World Health Organization and how fucking corrupt it is, obviously now allowing North Korea to be a part of that, Rand uh, Paul, the senator from Kentucky, is at it once again. I, I, you know what? It's time for the ever-popular game, shit or get off the pot. I'm your host, Arnie States. Rand Paul has accused Dr. Anthony Fauci of covering up and downplaying the possibility that COVID was the result of a lab leak after former top government scientists in China said not to rule it out. Um, I, 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 I guess this is because Rand Paul is releasing a book called Deception, the Great COVID Cover-Up. It's going to be released to Salem Media Group Company, the publisher, numerous books. So the game is shit or get off the pot. Uh, shitting would be to charge Dr. Anthony Fauci with lying to the American people time and time and time again or get off the pot and just shut the fuck up.
You know, I tell you all the time that other countries are watching us. They, they pay attention about what we do. And a lot of countries right now are laughing at us because we don't know which bathroom to use. That we have a group of people that that are pretending to be things they aren't, and they're pretty much running things right now in this country. Do you know how much the Chinese government is laughing in America right now for the whole COVID thing? See, I've asked the question a lot of times on this show, would you rather be feared or respected? Right now, we're neither. And uh, anybody who goes the respected route, uh, let, me, let, me, let me tell you the, the great thing about the respected route. All it takes is one little fiasco like COVID, and you lose all that respect from the rest of the world. Now, I'm sure that there are other countries that still respect us. Obviously, Latvia, they, they respect us. They beat us in a shitty gold or bronze medal game, and they got the day off in the World Hockey Championships. So they still respect America. Latvia. China, not so much. And they're sitting there, and they're laughing at every one of us. They're laughing at Americans in general. Sassy Pammy? Hey, cowboy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Yep. There you go. Good morning to you. Uh, Gold says, oops, slept in a bit. Happy Friday, ass and assholes. Um, what have we done? about this this leak just i'm asking i'm asking because i know the answer i i know the answer completely um we we have done um well there's a better way to say it we we've done two things about it there you go that's what we've done about this lab leak that's what we've done about millions of Americans who are affected by a cold that we shut down the world for. Millions of Americans lost their jobs because of a cold that we shut down the earth for. Um, millions of Americans lost their businesses, lost their homes, lost family members, could not go to funerals, couldn't fucking celebrate holidays with their families, couldn't go to church, couldn't do things that they are given the right to by God for being born in this country for a cold. And what have we done about it? Jack Squad! We haven't fined China. We haven't closed this lab. This lab is still up and operating. So, Rand Paul, you, you, you keep running in circles there, pal. Until you do something, shut the fuck up. So tired of this bullshit. We need leaders that have balls. And I mean, I don't mean men. I'm talking about they have the fucking testicular fortitude to say no and put their fucking feet down. And I don't care what letter's in front of your name. We need people that have balls that want to fix this country. There's a part of me that laughs every time I see that area of Philadelphia that's so run down now by drugs and and homelessness. And when I see pictures of San Francisco and hear about all these stores closing in San Francisco, I do get a little bit of a chuckle out of it. But you know what I get mainly out of it? Sadness that this is America, that we've allowed to be turned into a third world nation in some of our biggest cities. All because nobody has the balls to stand up to these people. 
the city of Reno finds it more important to home the how uh, to home the the homeless to to house the homeless than to take care of their own firefighters. That's a city in America. That's a problem. Because that's not the American way. I don't even know what the American way is anymore. I mean, I mean, seriously, there, there are too many. This story here, this is a perfect story of how the fucking system is fucked up, but the system also works. The family that was behind the opioid craze, their family uh, called the Sackler family. Now, I've seen, I, I saw a little documentary, not really a documentary, I saw a news story on the Sackler family. The Sackler family is worth billions upon billions of dollars, okay? They have their own they have their own private wing at the Guggenheim. Now, the Guggenheim is one of the best museums in America, if not the world, and these people have their own private wing because they have so much money. Well, it turns out this is the family that runs Purdue Pharmacies or Pharmaceutical which filed for bankruptcy in 2019 after thousands of lawsuits linked to drugs like Oxycontin, which they came out and originally said had zero chance of of habitual use. Oh, people won't get addicted to this, even though they knew that people would get addicted to it. The family will pay $6 billion to help uh, address opioid addiction. But the family will be protected and given full immunity from all civil lawsuits. Now, this is why people get mad in America is because these people who are super rich are able to hire the finest attorneys who probably bill somewhere between two and $5,000 an hour, and they get things like this. This family is completely responsible for all of this. They ran this pharmaceutical company. They knew what the, the dangers were, yet they still pushed it out there, and doctors got paid for pushing it out there. And, and look, I used it. I thought it was fantastic for a while. But now they're being protected. We are protecting the villains. Why? Because that's our system. Now, a lot of people hate our system. I'm, I'm, I'm not a big, big fan of it, but hey, if they got the money to pay for it, then they get to be protected. In this country, uh, don't even have the balls to stand up for women and their rights. What makes you think they're going to stand up for our freedoms, yeah? Well, that's what we have to do, Fred. We're the ones who have to stand up and put our feet down. Uh, Ogre, adios to you, my friend. Have a great weekend. Stay safe out there, you too. That's not who forgot who signed off on opioids being less than 2% addictive, the FDA. Well, they were obviously paid off by this company. They were paid off by all these pharmaceutical companies. That's how things get done at the FDA. I'm not a big fan of conspiracy theories and things like that, but I know, I know how the world works. 
I mean, everybody that's on this show, you, you when if you're not in the military, when you see something cool like military grade, you think, oh, that's badass. No, it's probably not. Whatever the military grade is, is the lowest bidder for that project. That's military grade. That's how shit gets done. Because once again, once again, let's all remember something. There's only one color that ever matters. It's green. Now, until we change that idea, which that's not ever going to change, not in a capitalist society, the FDA will continue to get paid off by these people. It's like the scientists. Look, look, look. We could, we could hem and haw over here. All damn day. And I'm, I'm going to take another break here in a little bit, and we're just going to have fun because I'm tired of talking about this shit because it's fucking working me up, and I'm pissed off about the GoDaddy thing. Um, until we stand up and say enough is enough as people, and, and we're not going to. I'm just going to tell you that right now. We're not going to stand up to everything. How do you think shit gets put on the FDA's approval list? Oh, it's tested, sure. They got to look at shit. You, you can't tell me. You can't tell me. In the year of our Lord, 2023, that somebody hasn't come up with a cure for some cancers. Whether it be skin cancer, prostate cancer, kidney cancer, any cancer. You can't tell me that there is not a cure out there. That somebody didn't stumble into it because there are a lot of smart people working on it. And if it was stumbled upon and they got this research done, it will never, ever be released. Why? Because there's too much money studying it. There are too many jobs. There are too many grants. That all that shit would get taken back. Hundreds of billions of dollars in research would be gone because we found a cure for this. Oh, you want you want this uh, for for him right here? Uh, I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. Da, na, 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 na. It's tested by the company who produces it. FDA has been worthless for a while. Yeah, and the FDA they're going to get a scientist there who's maybe him and hawing on it, or maybe he's crooked as a question mark. And he says, "Hey, you want this approved? You give me a million dollars." Not to mention the government won't look into research on natural cures. I saw something. Does the government actually hold a patent on marijuana? And that's why it's not being produced fed or, or medicinally because pharma companies have a, a, a patent on it? I go down the rabbit hole of conspiracy all the time. I can confirm without any doubt that there are cures for cancer that are being suppressed. Oh, look, look, I... I don't even think that's really Ken Dog. I appreciate it. I, I don't think that's even a, a conspiracy anymore. I think we all kind of know that. It's like the conspiracy theory of climate change. Climate has been changing since this earth was formed. Can we not all remember when we were in school when when the earth consisted of one big gigantic continent? What was it called? Pangea or something like that? And then all of a sudden, man, the earth flooded, all these glaciers flooded, and these these worlds split, and the things see. The world has always changed. 
And by the way, get real close, everybody. Just get real, real close. There's nothing human beings can do about it. Not ever. Now, we, that doesn't mean to throw your, your garbage in the streets. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean you don't have to, if you want to try, if you want to recycle to do good, then, hey, by all means, do it. But because it's become such an industry, and they have scientists who say, oh, yes, climate change is terrible, blah, blah, blah. And this is why the, it's split 50-50 all the time. Because those scientists are paid. That's what it is. It, it comes down to that. And, and you have to determine in your own head what's worth fighting for. Because you know you're right. You, you know I'm right. That There's nothing we can do to this earth that the earth can't just go, oh, okay, well, fuck you, short of dropping a nuclear bomb. The earth will spit us out when the earth is tired with us. That pissed me off so bad. Wouldn't save Steve Jobs, let alone my dad. Actually heartbreaking. It is. It truly is. Because a lot of these, in, look, look, Alzheimer's. You, we have all these things out there that are horrible. This thing that's happening to Bruce Willis. All, all these things, Robin Williams, Parkinson's. How many millions upon millions of dollars are in the research of all these things? It just, once again, like I said, the only color that matters in this country is green. And we're, we're, we're not going to get past that. We're, we're just not. And, and, and I'll tell you why. Here, here you go. Here's a great reason why. Howard University, uh, a predominantly uh, historically black college, is pushing now for $5 million in reparations to every U.S. descendant of slavery. Now, let's all, let, let, let's all pretend like we get along here, shall we? Let's all pretend like everybody gets along. Now, we want to do what's best for the country. If every descendant of slaves, I don't know how many slaves there were in that time, but every descendant, Meaning, meaning, if there was one slave and you're related to them and they got 15, 20 people alive that are related to that descendant, then those 20 people are going to get $5 million each, and that's $100 million for that one slave. What do you think? Uh, this, this, the, this is the question I want to have. I, I would love to do this, and I would do this. If there was ever a city council meeting and they were discussing reparations, I would show up. Maybe wearing my LeVar Burton shirt. I don't know. I do not have the LeVar Burton shirt yet. But I would show up, and I would ask the simple question, what do you think this is going to do to the United States economy? That's the only question I have. Now, granted, the, the answer I'm going to get, uh, we don't care, whatever. It doesn't matter. Well, it does matter. See, that, that's the part, that's the one answer that I have to disagree with. It does matter. Where does this money come from? Because what you're doing is completely devaluing the dollar because the only way that we're going to be able to do this is printing more money. And when you print more money, that means the dollar is worth less. 
So what happens to our economy? Oh, it, 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 it goes under. We are, we are Venezuela. We will become a third world country. And that's in the matter of months, not years, not decades, months. Because if the dollar isn't worth anything, who's going to trade with us? Hmm? Like I said, these are fucking heavy topics for a Friday, so we'll take a break. 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler.
enjoy the rest of this. I mean, I'm ready to come back
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. All right, welcome back to the big show here on a Friday. We got everything sorted out. Now, now, I was just on the phone with the fine folks at the website place. Um, called them up and said, hey, uh, my site ain't up. What's going on? Is it because this happened? And it was because of what I thought happened. It was not hacked. So I was very, I'm, I'm beyond ecstatic that it wasn't hacked. Um, problem is that right now their system is fucked up and you can't renew anything. So we won't have a site today. But not to worry, this show will go up. This show, they said they'll have it fixed in the next, they said 24 hours, but it'll probably be before that. So give me a day or so. The website's going to be fine. Put everything up there. Change it all. That's where I was. And I was on hold with a very nice lady who helped me out. Um, and that's why we had to play the extra song, because I didn't want to worry about this anymore. Now I'm not worried about it, so... We can fucking go on with the last part of today's Friday show. And we have to start it off with those wonderful Swifties. That's right, all the Taylor Swift fans out there. Yeah, that's, that, that's all you're getting. Taylor Swift fans are reporting post-concert amnesia. Quote, I know I was there, but it feels like it was a dream. Too much excitement may be tricking the brain into thinking it's in trouble, an expert said. Man, I'm so worried that somebody's going to get amnesia and then they're going to come back and they're going to be Stefano Demera. So are all my Days of, day, days of Our Lives fans out there. Yet I know I did because my bank account took $950 hit to cover the ticket. <laughs> could, could you be a little bit more dramatic? Do, do you think you could be a little bit more dramatic? You, you think that you have amnesia. You don't remember anything at all. And by the way, I don't buy amnesia. I know I, I, I don't think I've talked about this enough on the show, but I don't buy amnesia because here's the deal. Amnesia can't be a real thing. You want to know why? Because if you really have amnesia, you don't know how to talk. You don't know the letters. You forgot everything. Oh, I have amnesia. I was hit on the head. That's not real. Oh, Brady Kid, you don't feel lucky. You didn't have to worry about that. Concert tonight, y'all. CA says, I know if I'm ever driven to an Adele show. When I say the, the name Adele, what comes to mind? I'm definitely getting amnesia for that, yeah. You better not, because I'll take a picture of you there. Hello. Yes, hello. It's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. Shut up. Others have taken to Reddit to share their guilt at not being able to recollect crucial moments of the show. Some saying they felt almost as if they were dis <laughs> dissociating from the experience. 
I went to the Arlington show a few weeks back, and I honestly can't remember most of the concert. Well, then watch it on TikTok or fucking Instagram. She does the same show every night. Braddy Kid hasn't missed one, but she missed one show so far. Now, this isn't even the most egregious thing that Swift fans are doing. No, I have that story for you here. You ready? ready? Hold on, another another Taylor Swift story. Let's go. Uh, let's do uh, the, the, this one here. Yeah, there you go. Woo! All right, enough of that. Taylor Swift fans are confessing to wearing adult diapers to her concerts so they don't have to miss a single song when they go to the bathroom. (laughs) Now, this is another topic I'd like to sit down and talk to you about, ass family. I got a simple question for the, the earth. What in the fuck is wrong with you people? How is it that you can't sit through an entire hour and a half movie without getting up to take a piss? Is your system that fucked up? If your system is that fucked up, then sit on the damn aisle. Well, I tell you what, this one, I do not like sporting. I do not like going to sporting events that much today. First of all, the traffic, I'm old and I don't like people. The traffic, the traffic, the traffic. And secondly, is everybody who gets up and gets down. You're not even watching the fucking game. How, how long is her con? Braddy kid, please, 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 please. I, I need help. You've watched every show so far except one. I think it was in Philadelphia because, well, they, Philadelphia sucks. How long are her shows? I think they're full of shit. I'm not thinking about it. I can go all day without going to the bathroom. I'm so sick of society. Just can't handle the stupidity of people these days. Three and a half hours. Okay. You can't hold your... Yeah, look, 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 look here. Look here. This is a problem that y'all have, and, and it, 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 it's your problem. If you're pre-gaming before the concert and you got a pee-pee, then I don't know what to tell you. You're wearing adult diapers so you don't miss one of her songs. Because I guess it goes mute in the bathroom. I've I've been to, let let, let me put it this way. I've been to more shows than anybody who's listening to this show right now. And and real quick. I guarantee. I have been to more shows than you have. And every single one of those shows, whether they were in a nightclub, whether they were in a, a giant arena. I'll stick with the giant arenas. Um, when I went to the potty, if I went to the potty, if I got up, I could hear the fucking show. I could hear the show outside. W- what are you missing? And by the way, just watching on TikTok the last night, you go, oh, shit. I peed after that song that you need to calm down song, so uh, I'll pee before that while I'm watching it tonight. You're wearing adult diapers? Now, come on. Seriously. Good God almighty. 
Yes, I said it. I, I said I was in a nightclub, too. You're in a nightclub, for right. God's sake. What do you think is going to happen right. in a nightclub? Right. People are drinking and doing drugs. You yeah. go to the bathroom. There are women there, and, uh, and then people have guns. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, go ahead. And you got to go to the bathroom. No, I, I, boy, you want to see me get upset. You, those people that get up and down during movies, no time for y'all. No time for y'all. Mm-mm. The movie's an hour and 45 minutes long, people. Just sit there and watch it. You ain't got to get up, shuffle around, go get more popcorn. And now these people are taking it to a new level. By the way, I would imagine that this show, these, these Taylor Swift shows, there is no line for the men's room. I'm betting that the women's room finally have all the lines. You go to a sporting event and it's fucking the halftime or the quarter of the men's room you can't go to. Taylor Swift show, men's room, you can just walk in and out. Now, good luck, Swifties. I hope you don't get any urinary tract infections, and if you do, don't sue Taylor Swift for it. It's your own goddamn fault. Uh, now, I'm doing this story solely for any wrestling fans that are listening right now because I've had this story for two days, and I'm very excited about this story, but I'm not. One of my all-time favorite, most scary wrestlers ever, if women use the men's restrooms, they get booted. Well, I've seen it happen, but if they're doing it now, then they're doing it now. Um, we're, we're getting a lot of these comebacks from older wrestlers, and nobody's really asking for it. I mean, there's a big rumor, a huge rumor that Hulk Hogan started that for WrestleMania 40, which is going to be next year in New York, could be a main event of Stone Cold Steve Austin versus fucking Hulk Hogan. It's not going to happen. And if it does happen and Austin loses, I'll probably lose all respect for Steve Austin because he shouldn't lose that match. But we saw Ric Flair wrestle his last match last year, and it was painful to say the least. Um, But there could be another wrestler who's going to be making a comeback. He said, my body is in tip-top shape. Uh, he has to get he has to get a hip replacement, and then his body will be totally in hip tip top shape. The wrestler that we're talking about is WWE Hall of Famer, the Madman from the Sudan, Abdullah the Butcher. Now let me just tell you this: if you don't know who Abdullah, you need to Google Abdullah the Butcher. Abdullah Butcher, he's from Canada, but he lived in Georgia for a while. He's never been to the Sudan. He's about five foot eight, weighs about 490 pounds. He's round. His head is a minefield of scars from all the times he's cut himself because he used to bring a fork to the ring with him, and he would stick it in guys' heads. Now, he shared so much blood that he contracted hepatitis C. So I don't think there are going to be a lot of wrestling organizations that are going to let him in. But... I will say this, if they bring Abdullah the Butcher in as a manager, and I shared this with Ogre already, they bring him in as a manager, I'm fucking all about it. Because I got to see Abdullah the Butcher wrestle against Bruiser Brody as a kid, and let me tell you, that's wrestling. That's some hardcore shit right there. Mick Foley could have maybe hung for a little bit with those two, but not very long. 
Abdullah versus who? I don't know who they would have him face. I wouldn't want to face him. I mean, look, look, I, I, it, and, and right now, Abdullah's going through a lot of shit. I feel bad for him because his wife, Abdullah, he has a second grade education. Parents pretty much kicked him out on the streets in Canada when he was young. And he, that's why he got into the wrestling business. And uh, she, she, he had a, a very popular chicken restaurant in Georgia, and she had it all in her name. And she's took everything from him. Abdullah Butcher's worth like 58 cents now. Speaking of Hulk Hogan, I was on a camping trip with some friends, and there was a hypothetical question that came up. Would you rather do, uh, do the upper half of Hulk Hogan with the bottom half of Emma Stone or the top half of Emma Stone and the bottom half of Hulk Hogan? <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that question. That's a very strange thing. Were you guys fucking, were you guys fucking, you know, passing the peace pipe around? The, the only match that's out there, you know, oh, okay, here you go, uh, Ogre, I, uh, not Ogre, Stackar, I got the match for you. Abdullah the Butcher versus Omos. Now, I can see that one. I can see Abdullah the Butcher versus Omos or maybe Brock Lesnar. That's it. And I don't think Brock Lesnar is going to fight against. I, I I don't think Brock's going to go there. But I I gave you a match: Omos versus Abdullah the Butcher. Yeah, you guys had to have some paiute or whatever whatever they call that shit. But yes, Abdullah the Butcher is talking about coming back to wrestling. God, that would be great. <laughs> that would be so fun. Now, um. I gotta talk about this Danny Masterson thing because it's so funny. I I, I love bad lawyers. Bad lawyers are 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 are, are my new um my, my my new secret favorite thing to watch. And it all started with Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti was a terrible lawyer, and this is why he's in prison now. He's the guy who represented the porn star against uh Donald Trump, and he ended up stealing all the money, and he's just a bad person. Well, Danny Masterson, who was just convicted of two out of three charges of rape. The Church of Scientology is coming to a side because he's pretty high up there. And they said that the retrial was slammed because it violated his First Amendment. Was accused of drugging the victims' drinks in order to rape them. Throughout the trial, each victim claimed Masterson used his prominence in the church, where all three women were also members at the time, to avoid consequences for decades. The church taught his victims rape isn't rape. You caused this, and above all, you were never allowed to go to law enforcement. Now, 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 before we all start jumping on, how stupid this is because this is obviously stupid let me let me let, let me save you time okay let me let me save you some time so they're saying that they brought up the church too much when it came to this that this is this was something that allegedly in the church is not frowned upon okay all right and, and you can't do that okay why were they able to do that then against priests in the catholic church oh bam did i get you there did i just nail you with some logic 
Oh, boy. Remember all those priests that, 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 that were kicked out, and then some have been arrested, and a lot of churches have had to pay millions upon millions of dollars for the Catholic priests who were fucking the little boys? Maybe some little girls, but mainly little boys. Now, I would imagine that, that Danny Masterson, who's pretty high up in the Scientology church, he's probably not as high up as, like, I don't know, in a church. Like, I don't know, the priest. And they used it then. Nobody said a thing. Hey, Scientologist, shut up and be happy that you blackmailed your way into getting a tax-free purpose. You you do know that, right? Oh, I want to see. I I, I want to make sure that I'm a hundred percent right on this. Hold on, let me Google this. Um. The shadowy story behind solitary, uh, what happened was is that Scientologists got the the tax-free status after, and and this is what I was told and this is what I've seen, um, a lot of independent people that work for the IRS were being sued by people in the Church of Scientology. Like pretty much everybody who worked for the IRS was being sued by the Church of Scientology. And the church was going to go through with all these frivolous lawsuits, which was going to cost billions upon billions of dollars. Because once again, there are a lot of people that work for the IRS. And they told the IRS, we will not go through with these lawsuits if you give us a tax-free status. And they fought about it for a few years. And then finally, lo and behold, those lawsuits were dropped and the Church of Scientology became a tax-free status church. Ta-da! What was that color again? <laughs> so, by the way, Danny Masterson, you are going to get raped in prison. I, I, I'm just telling you that right now. You're, you're, you're going to get raped, and you're probably going to get raped a lot. I, at least I'm rooting for it. By the way, today's jokes, uh, why do Ethiopians only count minutes? Because they don't get seconds. And of course, why do emo? What do emos and uh, apples have in common? They both hang from trees. There you go. <laughs> Enjoy those. Uh, share those with your friends over the weekend, please. Uh, by the way, I, I mentioned it early in the show. I got to mention it here again. Great, great movie review up today at Arnie Radio uh, social media. I can't say ArnieRadio.com because it ain't there. Um, But he went and saw the brand new uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Fantastic review. What's it called? Uh, Let's see. Across the Spider-Verse, that's it. There you go. By the way, uh, there will be a review up this weekend from me as Braddy Kid is dragging me to go see a horror movie called The Boogeyman. 
I'm not much of a horror fan, uh, but but bratty kid wants to go, and and we're gonna go because I drag her to a bunch of terrible movies, so she gets to drag me to one. There you go. Um, where's that story about him? Um, oh, did it? Did I delete it? Oh, hold on a second here. I gotta go into the trash here. There is a great story about Hunter Biden. Oh. That's where the word I have to look up for is nearly. There we go. <laughs> nearly 10,000 photos of Hunter Biden's laptop have hit the hit the web. Ken Dog says Stephen King can suck it fucking asshole. Uh, look, I'm just going to see the damn movie. Um Photos include him all fucking hopped up on crack. There's pictures of crack pipes. Him with underage-looking girls. 10,000 photos have been released. When will this guy be in front of a judge or a Senate subcommittee? He is the most... He is more Teflon than any mafia figure. We have pictures of him doing crack. By the way, he's going to try and argue. Hold on a second. I got this story here. He's going to try and argue the fact that he has the right to own a gun while abusing drugs. His lawyer argues he shouldn't be charged because the law could get tossed. Huh? Well, then, then I shouldn't be charged with murder because we could throw out the murder charge. Hunter Biden's lawyers have attached onto a legal argument that President Biden is ripped as uh, contrary to common sense. His own father is against this, what they're using. In addition to the long-running federal probe of his taxes and finances, the son has been investigated for possible gun charges. He checked no when asked if he was addicted to drugs. His lawyers seek to fend off the potential persecution before uh, it gets underway. They're pointing to a Supreme Court decision that last summer established a broad right for Americans to carry firearms in public. That could be a, a sound legal play, but it appears at odds with the president's own view of the 6-3 to three ruling. Uh, you see, this this, this is where, where I can't stay, because in my head, this I think I think today's world is going to kill me before anything else does, and it's going to cause a massive aneurysm in my head. And it it's not the fact that the elite get away with doing stuff. I already know that. If you've got money, you can get away with shit in this country. But when there is overwhelming evidence to the contrary. Now, now we could have said that the OJ evidence was overwhelming. But sadly, it really wasn't. They didn't really have his DNA at the scene. They had a pair of gloves. They had shoes that were his size, but he wears a size 12 12 is a very popular shoe size. I can see why that case, and then they had him put on the gloves and they didn't fit because he had plastic gloves on, and those gloves were shriveled up because they were covered in blood anyway. So that was a stupid move on their part. 
But when we have photographs of Hunter Biden smoking crack, when we have tape phone conversations where Hunter brags about smoking crack with Marion Barry, the man was addicted to crack. He should not be able to buy a gun. Now, see, C.A., this is what I'm talking about here. See, if I'm the lawyer trying to per, uh, prosecute Hunter Biden, I'll be like, okay, yeah, well, he lied on the, the, the sheet, though. We're not going to prosecute him for having a gun. We're going to prosecute him for lying on a federal document. See, that's the difference there. You don't have the right to do that. You, you want to you argue the, that you got a gun? Okay, you can, but you can't lie on the sheet. Jesus, Bubba, what was that? Oh, my God. Bubba, you having a nightmare? Is the baby touching you? Oh, he's he's dreaming. He's in dreamland. He's shaking. He's moving. Get you out of that, Bubba. I don't know if you're not supposed to wake up, you know, dogs when they're sleeping and, and howling like that, but I don't want to hear that. So... Once again, the Hunter Biden saga continues. I mean, my brain's going to explode because we all know that he's guilty of this shit. And, and, and we don't even need to play the game. But let's play the stupid game, shall we? If his name was, I don't know, Donald Trump Jr. Okay? There you go. Thank you. There you go. All right. I, I, now I'm done. Donald Trump Jr. will be making license plates for me right now. Eric Trump would be making license plates right now. Hell, they'd probably try to throw Barron in jail, too. Throw him in juvenile hall. The man has pictures of himself with hookers smoking crack. And, and, and they want to sue the laptop repair guy. Well, dumb fuck, you left it there too long. See, this is, the, this is the funniest thing about the whole thing is that they're trying to sue all these people who did their jobs. The laptop repair guy, he did his job. He tried to repair the laptop. Hunter never came and got it. So now it's property of the laptop guy. It's like those storage wars, you know? Yep. You, you, we all know the storage wars shows. Where they go and they, they buy a storage unit and sometimes there's fucking gold bullions in there that somebody left in there because they're fucking stupid. Now, if they were to roll up on the day that you're cleaning that shit out and they go, well, that shit's mine, it'd be like, fuck you. I bought it. You didn't let you. No, no. And that's what Hunter's trying and his lawyers are trying to do now with the laptop repair guy. Oh, well, he had no right to show this up. Yeah, yes, he did. He owned it. He can do whatever he wants with it. If he wants to shove it up his butthole, he can do that with it. I imagine that'd be kind of fucking painful. When I worked at Rite Aid and saw illegal pictures, guess what? We had to report it. There you go. This guy turned in the laptop because he saw some shit on there that he knew probably wasn't right. And he was pissed because this guy didn't pay him. Hey, I'm sorry. That's the cost of doing business in America. Now, I'm going to disagree with this story right here. 
Brazen thieves stroll out of Home Depot with packed carts as Ross Dress for Less manager says her store is being hit four times a day. Experts warn shoplifting is costing retailers $100 billion a year. Well, let me just tell you real quick. <coughs> no, it's not. No, 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 it's not. I'm going to tell you this right now. Once again, this is where you break the glass and you get men. Men like me. Men like Stinkfist. Men out there. And when somebody tries to steal something from a store, you lay them the fuck out. Now, 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 th- I know this goes against my, my own code of how much I enjoy shoplifting. But I don't go in and rip out and, and get like 58 different, you know, of the same sweatshirts. And I'm, I'm, I'm not causing these gigantic robberies. And they're happening because a lot of these companies, I just saw, who was it? Uh, was it Ulta? It was, it was some company that fired an employee for not allowing a shoplifter to leave the store. Well, this is on you then. That means you have no loss prevention. If you're going to allow these people to walk into the stores and take all this shit off, and you're not going to offer any kind of resistance to it, it's going to continue to happen. We got all these stores in the Bay Area that's closing because they all have this stance. Well, we can't do this because they might sue us. Well, this is where, what? once again, once again, I know I did this is a statement, and I knew, I, I, God damn it, I shouldn't have said I was going to lighten up in the last hour because I haven't. But this is where we, the people, have to go to Congress and go. Do your fucking job. Do your fucking job. Get rid of these frivolous lawsuits. Now, do I think that a CVS employee should put the ultimate beat down on somebody who's, who's stealing a Coca-Cola? Absolutely not, but they should be able to hold them. Now, if the assailant starts to fight, then the, the security has every right to defend themselves and whoop that ass. People are stealing stuff because they know nothing's going to happen to them. saw a video yesterday, and I didn't get to see the end of it. I, I didn't understand what happened. But this woman was walking out of what looked like a Walmart, and she had a grocery cart full, uh, completely full, and it looked like there was a whole bunch of Tide in there and the, the, the washing, the, all, all expensive shit. And she's trying to walk this out the front store, and security grabs the cart, and she's trying to push, but security's holding the cart back, right? And her husband gets in the car, and he backs the car all the way into the damn Walmart. Now, the video cut off, and I didn't see what happened if they got rid of the cart or whatever. But let me tell you something. That's when there should be, look, look, I'm ready for there to be security. You want want, want to offset the cost of people stealing from you? Okay, this is what you do. You hire security and let them do their job. You have at least one or two security guards out in the parking lot at a Walmart because that's big, right? This motherfucker backs in to the front of the damn thing. You pull your Walmart security car and you put it right in front of him. He can't go nowhere. Call the police. I worked at Safeway when I was way younger. One of our favorite things to do was catch shoplifters. Our manager loved us doing it. We were even thanked by our regional managers. So much fun and scraped knees. Yes. 
You got to put a stop to this shit. This is bullshit. We're allowing people to, in California, the police don't get called unless the, the shoplifting is over $900. Unbelievable. And that's per person. So if you've got a team of five people, they've walked away with $4,500 or $4,400 worth of stuff. And the police ain't even going to do anything to you. But you know what's going to happen? Your insurance is going to go up because you're going to have to pay for that as loss. And then that means that's probably going to cost you an employee or two. So those kids, when we see those videos, those are costing people their jobs. And not the people it should be costing their jobs. It should be costing the people high up in the, in, in the, in the company that say, well, we can't go after shoplifters. Well, you, you're fired. Let me just tell you this right now. If I was the CEO of, I don't know, yeah, Arnie's World, where it was like it was like a mix of Target and Walmart, but even better stuff. First thing I'd be like, if you see somebody stealing, you make sure they're stealing. You take a picture of them, put it in their pocket. If it's in their pocket and they walk out the front door, they don't get to their car. If they get to their car, you won't be able to walk. Oh, I'm tackling your ass. I'm putting you down tired of this shit it's so stupid more stupidity here bam margera by the way does anybody care about bam margera anymore the old jackass guy this guy is so fucked up this is what he recently just had to say official message to anybody that cares about me whatsoever i haven't seen phoenix in two fucking months and I'm so fucking fed up. I cry every day. I miss him so much. And I know that I have to wake up every day knowing that I probably won't get to talk to him or see him. So, yes, Nikki drives me to fucking drink. So does my fucking mom. And so does my fucking pep-talking dad who tells me nothing but I'm a fat fucking loser, piece of shit, drug addict fucking loser. So, and my mom is a brain fucking manipulator. And my brother stole castle bam and he thinks it's called castle jess and then i have to listen to my mom say bam you do have a house really ape where well it's castle bam well if i go there then the police will come and navid the shaman my best friend came in from fucking persia and i can't even go show him my own property i gotta Stand behind the gate. So, yeah, April, I don't have a fucking house. So I'm going to smoke crack with the bums down at the boardwalk until I'm dead unless you deliver me fucking Phoenix. Get to work, Nikki, or anybody that wants to help. Newsflash, you are a fat drug-using loser. Yeah. Hunter, is that you? Um, is it me or does he sound like Buffalo Bill? Who do you fuck with? Kind of, yeah. Um, let me tell you something real quick, Bam. Um, if anybody brings your child to you because he hasn't been able to see his child because his, he's not clean or sober right now and... I think that's a, a fair request on the side of the mother to see the, the child that the father should be clean and sober at the time, not a fucking mess 
to say that you're going to go down and smoke crack with bums unless you see your child. Really, that, that's the ultimatum you're going to give. See, the better ultimatum would be, I am going to blow up the Grand Canyon unless I see my child. Then you might get people interested. And I said blow up the Grand Canyon because he's stupid enough to say something like that. But, oh, I'm going to smoke crack with them bums. Well, you were going to do that anyway. You ain't going to see your kid, dummy. I always try to, like, help people that are, that are in crisis, that are going through it, that are going through, as I call it, the disease, and he's losing to the disease. And there are a lot of people that choose the disease over their family, and, hey, that's their decision. That's their right. That's their life. They can do that. Don't bring your kid into this. This is why nobody likes you, Bam. Steve-O tried to give you a chance to be on tour, and you couldn't do it. They tried to have you in the last Jackass movie, but you couldn't stay sober for it because your friend decided to get in a car when he was drunk, and he drove and he killed himself. And it's terrible that he did that. But he was drunk, and he got into a car knowingly. Uh, Ryan Dunn I'm talking about, and I'm not trying to besmirch him for dying in a, in a drunk driving accident, but he chose to do that, and now you are, are, are you're, 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 you're running around in this, this, what, sorrow that your best friend isn't here? Well, boo fucking who? Maybe, maybe this is what I should do. Maybe, uh, it, I, maybe uh, since I, I, I'm sad to the fact that my father isn't here anymore, I'm going to go smoke crack. What a fucking idiot. Man, oh, man. The death watch is on him. I, I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for that. That's just fucking retarded right there. All right, last story of the day. Um, Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. All right, this is a story about 38-year-old Andrew George. Boo-hoo, fucktard. Exactly, sassy Pammy. A Volusia County man was arrested on Tuesday after trying to break into a home. Upon arrival, police found 38-year-old Andrew George lying on his back covered in blood and crying out in pain. 36-year-old woman Natasha Kirkway uh, was uh, found with him. While speaking with the pair, police found out they had gotten a room at a nearby travel inn, but after hearing uh, the bathroom window opening, they demanded a refund on the belief that someone had been trying to break into their room. Court records show that both he and her fled the uh, the fled towards Beach Street while believing that a shadow was following them. Investigators said the pair began running around the parking lot in the marina due to being chased by a ghost. The two got separated, and George fell in the water. After helping George out of the water, the two then raced to a business on Beach Street where 
She began knocking on the door. He picked up a chair and smashed the window. At this time, the residents were awakened and hearing cries for help outside. Police say they saw a woman inside said, please help me. The woman was asked what was going on. George immediately turned and ran at the woman, causing her to run back into her home and lock the door. He told investigators that he decided not to enter the home because he could hear children's voices and he didn't want to scare the child. So he he and her were being chased by ghosts. Now, here is the most interesting part of the article. Investigators say that George admitted to taking ecstasy before all of this started. He faces two counts of burglary and is held on $20,000 bond. She is uh, facing $5,000 bond and uh, a drug offense. So there you go. There you go. The guy's fucking, oh, there's a ghost. It's chasing me. There's a ghost. It's a ghost. You know who wouldn't sit around crying about their friend they can't see anymore while demanding to see their kid or smoke crack? Adele, that's who. God damn it. When I say the, the really, name Adele, Alicia? what comes to mind? Really? Hello. Very well played. You got me. It's me. I didn't even see that one coming. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet No, I, I, I don't want to meet you, but I will say, uh, Stackar says, um... If there are ghosts, they can go through walls, I believe. Yeah, see, I don't think it'd be that good to go in there. So that does it for us today, Ask Family. Thank you for being here. Uh, the website should be back up and running, hopefully, by tomorrow. I will keep you updated on the situation on social media. Please remember that room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until Monday, Ask Family, please, please, if you go out this weekend, you're going to go get hammered. You're going to go on the lake. You're going to go do something fun. Please go have a great time. But get home safe. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Get, get a ride home. Be safe and, and, and sound. That way you can rejoin us on Monday. So there you go. Adios, Sass Family. Year six, day one. Uh, in the books. And uh, we will talk to you on Monday. Until then, adios, everybody. Uh, Bumper sticker on the back of my truck There ain't another like it Cause I had it made up I can tell who's behind me They give themselves away Lay on their horn when they read this phrase Honk if you honk it's on Don't if you don't But if you do Don't you love to Honk if you honk it's on well, Me and Friday night go hand in hand
Just the other day I was cruising through town Sheriff pulled me over, I thought I had it now I rolled down my window, he said with a grin I want one of them stickers or I'm gonna run you in Honk if you honky-tonk Don't if you don't, but if you do Don't you love to honk if you honky-tonk if you honk it don't if you don't, but if you do, don't you love to honk if you honk it tonk, honk if you honk it tonk. to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.